Welcome to another episode of Theological Sidebars, and today we've got another story that we're going through, a uh, fascinating one, and uh, and I want to start by jogging your memory. If, uh, if you grew up in church, and if you've read the Bible, then uh, maybe, just maybe, uh, you are familiar with, and if you did grow up in church, you're going to be somewhat familiar, because at least you know the children's books and the stories, right? And uh, the story in particular that I'm talking about is the story of Daniel and the lion's den. Now, to tee up this article that I want to do, there is this crazy part in the story where uh, Darius, the king, uh, who is over Babylon at this time, he is this Persian ruler. Some wonder if that's another title for King Cyrus or if he is just uh, the leader of Babylon currently until Cyrus comes um, for him to take over. But he's on behalf of Persia, regardless. He's the Persian ruler. Uh, here we go. There is this thing that happens and the people say, hey, you know, you should do is enforce this edict that no one can pray to any god or man except to you or else they'll be thrown into the lion's den. Right. And so some of y'all might say that is nuts. Right. Like, you know, and if you're a Christian, you probably rather say this seems kind of nutty. Right. That that anybody would make a law that says you can't pray. And, um, you know, and you read this, and you just kind of think and I think the only reason you might say it's nutty is because you say I, I just can't fathom that in our day and age. Not to doubt the veracity of the story, because the story happened. It's real. It's true. I love, by the way, that even though they make this law, as we've gone through some of the authority stuff in previous videos with uh, OTXNT with Dr. Andrew Marquez, once this law is signed, I love verse 10. When Daniel learned the document had been signed, he went into his house, windows uh, in its upstairs room opened towards Jerusalem, and three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed and gave thanks to his God just as he had done before. He knows the rules, he knows the law, and yet decides he's not going to stop doing what he's doing when it comes to prayer. Then these men went as a group, found Daniel petitioning, imploring his God. So they approached the king and they say, didn't you sign an edict for 30 days that no one could pray or else you go to the lion's den? So sure enough, they throw him in. So I'm going to get to the story now. What does that have to do with the story that I want to bring up today? Well, I'll tell you how to do. Here is the story that I found. It's just for a couple of weeks old. Da -da -da. British Army vet faces charges after the thought crime of praying near a UK abortion clinic. Now, there's a couple things here that I uh, think are absolutely nuts. So, but let's read the article. Let me let me just kind of interact with it for you today. Okay, former British Army reservist who faces criminal charges next week for silently praying near an abortion clinic in the UK last year warned his fellow countrymen that fundamental freedoms he fought to protect are in danger. Now, I have read the update of this. Uh, they're actually having to kick his trial into January, so nothing's really come out of this yet. He's still not. He's been charged, but there's nothing that's happened yet. You might just think this story is from Orwell's 1984, but in fact, this is happening in England in 2023. Uh, thought crime should not be prosecuted in the U.S. Now, we'll get on to what they're talking about, thought crime, because this is nutty. Uh, Smith O'Connor, a father who spent 20 years in the British military and served in Afghanistan, said local council officers approached him when he silently prayed outside the BPA's abortion clinic in 
Bournemouth, England. I hope that's how it sounds. Uh, in November 2022, so body cam footage shows Smith O'Connor, uh, 50, interacting with authorities who questioned the nature of his prayer. Now, that's interesting. Yeah, if you actually watch the articles, this is from the Daily Wire. They show this, and uh, they see him, and they say, Can I ask you what the nature of your prayer is? Uh, what are you praying about? They had to know, because it was important what he had to know. He told the officers he was praying for the men and women who were considering abortion after going through his own experience more than two decades ago when he arranged and paid for his girlfriend to abort their son. Now, in the video that's at least here, you hear him say, I'm praying for my son. He's been deceased. You don't get much of that. So I don't know if that's beyond that or if that comes out after the charge. Uh, but authorities told him that he had violated a local buffer zone ordinance known as the Public Spaces Protection Order in which Smith O'Connor's attorney said forbids expression of approval or disapproval of abortion, including through prayer, which is fascinating. Right? I just want to stop because when you watch the video, they say, do you know that even prayer, you cannot be there and pray in this area? And actually, it's, it's really, I mean, that's why they had to ask the nature of the prayer because it mattered what he was praying for. Now, uh, the way this article is written is beautiful. Let me let me get back into it because it's important, right? There is this there is this uh, rule that's there which says that uh, this public spacious protection order is you you can't show approval or disapproval. You can't even pray about those things while you're there. So they're saying in this vicinity, no prayer allowed. No prayer allowed except. It can be other kinds of prayer, just not prayer related to that, right? Council person told the Daily Mail that Smith O'Connor was charged with breaching a term of prohibition 4G of the PSPO on August 9. I have not read much about the 4G of PSPO. I'm just reading the article. Let's see what else it says. The allegations are that the 24th, November 2022, uh, Mr. Smith Connor failed without reasonable excuse to comply with the requirement of the public public spacious protection order over road and surrounding area 2022, and that he failed to leave the required area when asked by an officer uh, authorized uh, officer. So they ask him to leave and he's like, no, I'm going to pray. In this England, can't we pray? Right. Due to the ongoing legal proceedings, the council is unable to make a further statement in relation to this matter. Uh, the statement added, Smith, uh, Smith Connors legal defense said authorities issued a notice of penalty fine for praying for only praying silently in his mind for a few minutes while his back was turned away from the clinic. The notice said he was being charged for praying for his deceased son, according to the legal counsel. Smith Connor pleaded not guilty during an August hearing at the Poole Magistrates Court. Britain has a history of holding human rights and we can be proud of and a respect for freedom that I fought to uphold when I served this country for 20 years in the Army Reserves, including Afghanistan, Smith Connor said. I fought to defend our freedoms, but now my freedom of thought is in jeopardy. How can we send our troops out to potentially make the ultimate sacrifice when back home police are arresting people for police peacefully practicing their faith and offering charitable support to families in crisis? So he's making the case like, how can we really say I can't do this, that that there's no re there's no way that I can just, uh, you know, uh, pray and, and, and support. Like if you truly believe these things, which he does, which we should, that abortion is is murder. Right. How 
He's saying he can't pray for these things. He can't even pray in that area about it, right? When when he knows, especially somebody like that who's tied to this, of he he recognizes the pain that that would cause. He's praying for those people. So he goes on, and the article keeps saying, right, that. Um, it says, uh, let's get back to here. Uh, he is warning about the so-called Orwellian tactics arising in the United Kingdoms. Comes days before the nation celebrates its Remembrance Sunday, where citizens honor the deceased veterans who fought to uphold their freedoms. Sadly, they were in danger of dismantling the values for which they died, Smith Connor said. Uh, he's set to face a November 16th trial. Like I said, that has been uh, kicked to January now. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Jera. Jeremiah Ngunubul, uh, legal counsel for ADF UK, the organization supporting Smith Connors Legal Defense, said the validity of the charges raises significant questions about the dec- uh, democratic accountability, considering the council both drafted PSPO and put themselves in the position of prosecuting those who violate the order. If Adam had been, this is a great line, I love this line, if Adam had been thinking about an issue other than abortion, for example, climate change, there would have been no issue raised here. Egunabule, sorry man, your name, someone needs to show me how to say it, said his client is one of several individuals who face penalties for thought crimes. Goes on a little said, a little bit more. Last year, authorities arrested Isabel Von Spruce, 45-year-old charity worker, for allegedly breaking the temporary PSPO on four separate occasions for after praying outside an abortion clinic in Birmingham last December. The arrest follows two other incidents with the last two years where local police told a praying woman in southern England to leave for standing outside the local censorship zone. And a grandmother from Liverpool was arrested and fined for praying silently near an abortion facility on a walk during COVID lockdown. Look, I understand. I'm just just to play the other side here. Like, I, I understand that, you 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 know, if, if you have a business and you don't want people protesting, you don't want people like I, I get that. You don't you don't want people. But, but truly to pray, to just stand there praying, is that problematic? Shouldn't be. And, and, and I think that that lawyer is absolutely 100% spot on. If, if the guy was merely saying, you know, I'm just, I'm praying, I'm praying for the climate. You know, I'm praying to the rain gods. I'm praying for whatever. He wouldn't have done, there'd been nothing there. You, you, there there'd been no charges for something like that, for something nutty. But to simply say, I'm praying for this. Uh-uh. Now, that shows us two things. First off, it shows, obviously, people are nervous because there have been some some crazies who have done some pretty wicked things in response to the evil and wickedness of abortion. But it also shows that the West is beholden to the ritual of abortion. The West, our country in particular, too, this abortion is this untouchable. Some have called it the new sacrament of the secular religion of the West, right? That it is, uh, that it is, it is what we do. It's what our country desires. That it's untouchable. It must be done, you know. And and there's some weird, some very dark, dark stuff that's tied to that for sure. Very, very evil. I think that's what is under this too. Is why is it untouchable? Why can't you pray about that, right? Why can't? What, what, what's the problem? Um, this is a weird article. It's very sad. It's very scary. Like I said, I go back to the very beginning. When you think 
that laws against what you can and can't pray for or who you can pray for or where you can pray and what you... If you think that those are nutty and could never happen, wake up and recognize it could happen. But the question then comes down to what is the response of the Christian? I'll pray what I want and where I want. Can't tell me what to do. Can't tell me I can't pray. Can't tell you what to pray for. I'm going to. Can't tell me I can't pray right here. Well, I'll pray right now. What are you gonna do? How can you really do that, right? I mean, if uh, reality is, you can't do that. You you can't. And, and I do think that the response should not be, okay, well, I just won't pray here, right? Who's to say you can't walk by there? I'm just walk by and pray there. I mean, who says you can't? So I think this is really kind of a creepy thing that's happening in the West. It, like I said, it reveals this thirst for abortion, which is very something the churches we need to speak about. We need to be. We need to promote life. We need to get behind. Uh, uh, organizations that support life. We need to speak out against abortion and what it truly is. Support those like this guy in the story who has gone through this and yet now he understands what he did uh, and recognizes uh, what had happened uh, in his life and this mistake, like how to support people like that and to try to work with them. Uh, but also it's something that says like, how do we, you know, one thing we'd be praying about is praying about our nation and our people who are beholden to something like this too, is how do we get rid of this? How do we rid ourselves of just this, this desire for, for abortion in our country as well? All right, a lot going on in this article. I just thought it'd be interesting. Like I said, there's not much that's come out of that yet. We'll see what happens to him, uh, like I said, in January. Uh, but um, but there you go. That's the article for now. And um, hey, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Take care.